What is up, my friends and fellow busy bees? I have another episode in the social media series for you today. And today I wanted to cut down on some of your efforts and some of your time requirements when it comes to showing up on social media so you can work smarter and not harder and make your content work for you. I've mentioned this probably in every episode so far of the social media series, but it's so easy to get caught up in endless posting on social media. It can eat up so much of your time, your energy, and just deplete you and leave you not really jazzed about it and also not having a lot of time to actually work in and on your business. Social media is likely just one factor in your marketing strategy, which is just one factor in your overall business or side hustle. So if it is taking up the majority of your time, then you're doing something wrong. And I hope that I can bring some useful, helpful recommendations to you today that can help you to figure it out. If you start getting intentional with your approach, it's going to help you to see a purpose in your posting as well. It's going to help to focus your efforts because having a schedule and a strategy takes kind of the vastness away and really focuses your efforts on the apps with intentionality. So like I said, you can work smarter and not harder and you're not just constantly on there, constantly trying to think up things to do, constantly posting. You have some intentionality behind it and more importantly, some strategy. So one thing I highly recommend doing is focus on creating timeless content. If you are constantly chasing going viral and following the trends, that might get you some reach, but it's not necessarily going to bring value to your audience. And it might also just not get you reach. Like it's kind of hit and miss if things are going to pop off when you jump onto trends. So, you know, it's 50-50 on gaining new eyes and ears on your content and pretty high percentage that you're not bringing any value to your audience. If you go to people's profiles who do this, who just constantly are jumping on trends and doing the latest trend, you can really see it in their content that they are finding a trend, picking a sound, and then they're thinking up content that would go with that versus thinking, what are things that people are asking? What are things that I can teach today? What are things that my audience might be interested in knowing? And then creating content around that. So I recommend on creating that timeless content that is going to be educational, inspirational, useful, helpful, answering questions, answering curiosities, and showing up for your audience in that way. An added benefit is also that when people are asking questions of you, either in your DMs or leaving a comment on your content, you can direct people to a piece of content that maybe answers that exact question in really good detail. Maybe it shows a tutorial, maybe it shows different product recommendations, and it has a really thorough overview of what that person is asking. And so you can send them just a link to that well thought out, thorough explanation instead of either taking a really long time to write a response to fit within the character amounts on comments or having to write out a response in DMs and sending that to like multiple people over time. It takes a lot of time and effort. It's the reason why a lot of influencers don't even look at their DMs because it's going to take so long and they know that they are putting out content that is answering those questions. So like people should probably just be like looking at their content first before asking, but that would be asking a lot. People don't do that, but you can send that link and then that's going to help on your end to answer the question for the person, but not take up any more time of yours than is needed. 
And like I said, trends, they're so short-lived. Like they, something could be viral today and next week people don't even remember it. So they're short-lived and you're not going to really get that long-term benefit and long-term reach probably on that post versus useful, educational, informational content that can bring value for years to come. When you first post it, somebody may not necessarily come across it, but next week, next month, next year, three years from now, somebody could be searching in a hashtag or it might just randomly pop back up on their feed for some reason. They might come to your account and start scrolling back in your feed. And if you're doing it right, you want somebody to come across it and want it to still be as relevant as possible, regardless of when they're looking at it. And if you are sticking to that motivational, inspirational, kind of behind the scenes stuff, teaching people, serving people in some way, then chances are it's going to last the test of time and it's not going to be information that is completely irrelevant or not useful anymore. And one strategy to create timeless content like this is, like I said, to answer the questions that people are asking. So look in your comments, look in your DMs, take note of it when people are sending you messages and asking you questions and write those down as things that you can create content around, whether you're just explicitly answering that question or you are showing a tutorial and mentioning that question in it and saying that this is going to address it. Or you can even, if you don't get questions yourself, maybe you haven't acquired following yet or you're not seen as an expert, you haven't been really doing that education piece so people aren't asking you, you can look at other people's comments and see what other people are asking them and then create content to address those questions. And over time, build up that expertise and that expert authority and then people will start asking you questions and it will kind of feed into the whole content creation thing. Another thing you can do is look at what people are searching on Google under certain keywords, you know, type in furniture makeover, refinishing wood furniture, painting a dresser, whatever, and then see what the suggestions are that Google pops up with. And those will be questions that are commonly asked. And then you can create content surrounding that. And another good useful strategy, whether you're new to this or not, is to think about either what you wish you had known or wish you had known sooner. Put yourself in the shoes of somebody who is just starting out in this space and think about what they would have questions about, what they would want, what they would need. And putting yourself in their shoes is going to help you to not think quite as critically. You know, you're not going to make assumptions about what people would already know. Just start from basics and assume that someone knows nothing thing and then create content from there if you're aiming to educate a beginner audience. And then once you, you know, start teaching your brain to think in that way, as you move throughout your day and you're working on things in the workshop, be aware of the things that you're doing and always ask yourself if it's something that would be beneficial to share with others, whether you write it down as an option to create content down the line or better yet, you know, save your time, work smarter, not harder, and set up the camera and take video footage of what it is that you're currently doing. And then you can always edit that later on, but at least you have the footage, you have everything you need for when the time comes to create an educational piece of content or somebody has a question about that thing, you can say, oh, here's how I did it. And you can put together a video to walk them through the process. And make sure you're keeping that list of ideas that come to you randomly when you're just, you know, out for a walk or if you wake up in the middle of the night and you think of something great, write that stuff down in the notes app on your phone or in your online drive where you keep everything for your business and side hustle because you have that, right? Perfect. 
And then you can pull good quality ideas for your content creation days or the times that you go to do it, and you won't have to think of it on the spot. You can also work smarter and not harder by optimizing each post that you make on social media so that everything is impactful and getting optimal reach. So it kind of depends what your strategy is if you're trying to grow a local following versus growing just generally to anybody that's interested, but things like using the location tagging feature, using relevant and useful hashtags to reach your target market, tagging any brands that you mention. This could get you on their radar for a collaboration or even just getting them commenting on your content is always fun and feels like a really big stepping stone when it first starts happening. And you could potentially get a repost to a larger audience if they think that it's a good piece of content content and they go and they share it to their stories. And that is a very good target market because people buying their products are probably interested in what you're doing because you're using those products. And when you're on Instagram, marketing to the relevant topics, if you're posting a reel, and then always using engaging captions and text on screen so that people are going to stay on the post for a long time and engage with the post. So liking, commenting, sharing, and saving, because these are things that are going to make the algorithm push it out further to more people. And thus you'll get more reach because you really optimize that post and didn't rush it and just post it to post it without doing any of these strategic things. When it comes to captions, I also recommend making the caption very keyword rich because most platforms are now being used as a search engine. And so the more findable that you make that post, the more yours will get better reach with less posting and more intentionality with each post. So, you know, if you have a post on how to clean drawer bottoms from a dresser, make sure if you're doing a voiceover, you're saying, this is how you clean drawer bottoms on a dresser. Well, why is that hard to say? And then make sure that there's something on the screen that is text on screen saying this is how to make over drawer bottoms on a dresser. And then also in the caption, make sure you're saying, interested in knowing how to make over drawer bottoms on a dresser? Here's how. So if somebody goes into that platform and they're like, how to make over drawer bottoms for a dresser, probably your post is going to show up. Like I said, people are using these platforms not to socialize, not to necessarily see their favorite creators, but they're going on there and using it as a search platform, which is a really big difference compared to how they used to be used. And so get strategic in the way that you are showing up on them and you will put yourself in front of the rest and you'll show up when people are looking for those very specific things that they're looking to find information on. Like I said, social media is a beast. But with the right approach, with the right strategy, with a content strategy and some intentionality. And I like to think accountability as well, because sometimes it's hard to keep ourselves accountable to sticking to those strategies. You can really grow your following, whether you want it to be local or more widely, depending on if you are looking to grow your brand and your influence or you're just trying to find local people who are interested in purchasing your pieces. And I always advocate that coaching is a great way to really find the results that you're looking for, to be checking in with someone periodically, to have that accountability, to know that somebody is anticipating you completing this thing or trying out this experiment and seeing how it goes. I think it makes a world of a difference to have a coach or a consultant available to you in your business. And if you didn't already know, this is a service that I do offer and I do it for people primarily who have 
either have a business or a side hustle selling their painted and refinished furniture or intend on creating one and want some coaching and guidance on how to do so. But I've also had clients that aren't even in the furniture refinishing space and are just interested in kind of the high level things that I teach, which I'm always more than happy to offer any expertise that I can provide. And one of those things is social media because I well, I've lived and breathed social media since the early days of Facebook. It's like a subtle flex, but I was on there when you still had to be in Harvard to be on there, okay? My friend made me a fake email account. Social media has been a big part of my life, but especially so over the last three years as I have grown this business and participated in coaching and programs and trainings to learn about and continue my personal development in social media. And I wanted to read a testimonial that I got from a recent client who just was looking for some help with her social media strategy. She's not in the furniture refinishing space, but she was looking for some guidance and she knew that she didn't know everything there was to know about these platforms and was hearing a lot of conflicting information all over the place and just wanted to organize it in her head and talk it through and see what she could implement. So this is what she said. Mel was great to coach with in that she really helped me understand and break down some of the core concepts behind social media. She took a dive into what I was doing and was able to really help me identify the hurdles and struggles I was experiencing in trying to get my message out. She's a natural when it comes to creative ways to get your brand out there. She offered some great suggestions for ways that I could position myself and my business that still felt authentically me. She's a huge proponent of doing what feels right so that your message isn't coming across as inauthentic. I would definitely recommend Mel in a heartbeat, which of course made me feel all warm and cozy inside. I so appreciate testimonials like this because it shows that what I'm doing is helpful and useful to people, which is so important to me and I want to see all of you flourish and grow in your businesses. So if you are interested in getting support like this, you can head to the show notes and click the link or go to meldidherself.ca slash services. Check out the different options that are there and I would love to connect with you to see what we can do for you and your business or side hustle. If you have any questions, always feel free to send me an email as well and we can see if it would be a good fit for you. Okay, so my biggest recommendation for working smarter and not harder on social media with your content is to make content that you enjoy making and not what you think should be done. Because at the end of the day, when you enjoy it, that's going to come through way more authentically and it's going to look like you're enjoying doing it than it being forced and you hating your life, but doing it because you think it needs to get done because that's just going to burn you out. So I recommend the platform that you show up on is dictated by the people that you are trying to reach. However, the style of your posts, the features that you use, the format, the way you edit it, whether you do a voiceover or talk to the camera or just do text on screen with sounds and music, all of this is up to you and some things may resonate more or less with your audience, but make sure that you're enjoying it. Make sure you're having fun. If you have some intentionality and a strategy behind it, it will make it so you're not having to do this all day every day, which will make you enjoy it way more. But get creative and find what works best for you. Avoid the friction. Try and grow when you can and push yourself to new limits, but don't do anything that you don't like doing. That's going to keep you doing this for the long haul and not make you want to throw your phone out a window. 
Another way to ensure long-term success and enjoyment of this and to avoid burnout is by batch creating and batch posting content and then scheduling it out well ahead of the time, which you can do now on most platforms like Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. Hopefully one day TikTok allows this kind of the bait of my existence because that's where I post most often, but we'll get there. But if you can be creating this content, sitting down, having a set amount of time in your day, in your week, whatever, where you are thinking up concepts for content, you are recording what needs to get recorded, you are editing and writing the captions and finding the hashtags, and then scheduling it for a time that most of your audience will be able to see it and enjoy it, or when you get good engagement. Get all that done in one block of time, so then you can show up if you want to throughout the week or the month or however long you decide to do it for. But if you don't feel like it, then you don't need to show up and the content will still be coming and would still be flowing. Or you can do those low impact ways to show up on social media, like popping into your stories, replying to your DMs. I always recommend replying to comments that come in on your posts and engaging in that way. But you can work smarter and not harder. So utilize those scheduling features. They are a huge game changer. Huge game changer. And make sure that you're using the footage that you take in multiple ways. If you take one video of you working on a piece or before and after shots, that doesn't need to just be one post and then it's done. I could honestly probably make a whole podcast episode on my approach for using one project, one furniture makeover in multiple ways over time and across multiple platforms. If there is any interest in that, send me a message because actually I could probably put together like a bit of a, not a graph, but like an infographic because my brain, I'm a very visual person. So I have like a notebook where I wrote down everything and it's kind of like a flow chart, I guess is the word. So I could do that into an episode and maybe find a way to electronically get that flow chart to you guys. If you would like, send me a message. I'll think that one through. But find ways to use that footage in multiple ways over time, diversify between longer and shorter form content to switch things up, and then also see what works best to reach the people that you're trying to reach. And a way that you can work smarter and not harder, keep this tip in your back pocket when things get really busy, is to repost your top performing content periodically. It can seem like it's annoying and repetitive, but less than 5% of your following sees everything you post. You're the only one that is seeing everything you post. That's why you're annoyed of yourself and you think that you're doing too much and you're showing your face too much and that you're nervous that someone's going to notice that you posted this dresser a week ago. They're, They're not. They're not. They're busy. They care about themselves just as much as you care about yourself. They won't notice. And you may have a lot more followers since you last posted that too, so they'll still find value in it. If somebody's seeing it and it's repetitive, that's cool. They'll be like, oh, I think I saw that already, and move on with their day. It's not that deep. Nobody's going to care. And it's a great way to fill in the gaps when life gets busy or you're just not feeling inspired. And if that post performed well before, it'll probably perform well again. And it performing well means that people are enjoying it. They're learning from you. And so I don't see any negative in that. Other than our own, you know, our own egos, which tend to get in the way sometimes. Another way that you can fill in the gaps when you're not feeling it or when you're just too busy is to do easy, low impact posts that are still going to be useful for people. So creating carousel posts, posting photos, the OG way, a photo, a still 
on Instagram? I could never. Yes, do it. People love photos still. We'll probably eventually go away from video and everything will be photos again. We always swing from one end of the pendulum to the other. So make sure you're still taking photos of your pieces and people appreciate them. I promise. Post a photo when you don't have a video and you don't want to do a whole reel or even memes. I love memes personally, especially funny ones or ones that really like resonate with me and my experience. So I love putting those together and sharing them with my audience. And it's also a really quick and easy way for me to put a post out. And typically those are the ones that are getting shared a lot too, if they resonate with people. So that's an added bonus of people sharing it and maybe new people will discover me that way. Another way to get eyes on your old content, whether it's something that didn't perform well or something just that you think people would be interested in seeing again, or like I said, you have a lot of new followers, so maybe you want to share that information with them too, is to reshare older content in your stories. So rather than reposting the thing on your feed again, you just share an old post to your stories and send people there. Chances are it's going to look new to somebody anyways. The majority of people who click into a post are not immediately looking at the date that it was posted. But again, if they notice it's whatever, if it's still valuable to them, they're still going to enjoy it. And at the end of the day, I can't post this episode without also mentioning that you also need to know when it's time to take a break from posting, from social media, from your phone, whatever it may be. Listen to yourself, listen to your energy, listen to your mind. If it starts getting super negative and you can't get it away from that line of thinking, take a break from it. It's not worth it. And do that well before you're at the point of burnout because if you really do hit that burnout, it's going to be past the point of no return and you're going to need to do so much more to really build yourself back up versus just seeing that depletion coming and stopping before you hit it. Sometimes a break is really great for your followers too. Let them miss you. It's better than them being annoyed by you, by being there too much too often. But also my personal pet peeve is when people make a big deal about them coming back after they like take a break for like a week or whatever, because honestly the chances are nobody probably noticed or maybe people did and they reached out individually, but the large majority of people aren't going to notice because like I said, we think about ourselves way more than we think of other people. And there's just so much going on on there that You could just assume that the algorithm didn't bring you to their posts now. It's so fluke. So take the time you need. It's all good in the hood. Come back, replenished and strategize and continue on. And something you may not know about me, I love little motivational messages. They keep me fired up and I keep a list of ones that are especially catchy or speak to me on the notes app on my phone so that you leave every podcast episode feeling inspired, motivated and ready to take on whatever comes your way this week. And this week's Mel's motivational message is, don't go into it, grow into it. And this is for any little thing that you may be taking on in your life. Don't go into it, grow into it. Lean into it before you feel ready. And when it comes to social media, just start. Just do what you can right now with what you have, the time you have, the skills you have, the abilities you have, and just aim to learn more and do better as you go to develop that strategy over time, to learn more about the different features. There is so much and it changes virtually every day. So don't feel the need to be an expert before you really show up, before you really start taking it seriously and approach it with intentionality. Do your best and forget the rest. I promise anything you do is going to move you a little bit closer towards your end goal. All right, I got to run to an appointment. So that's it for now. I appreciate your time and I will catch you guys next week.